well, back inside today. It is a nice day outside, but uh, trying to get a bit of stuff done uh, inside. So I thought I'd back to the office environment, a little quick one. Uh, welcome to everyone, wherever you're coming from, Facebook, Instagram, uh, over from the podcast, if you're just listening in while you're on a push bike riding through the beautiful National Forest or wherever you are listening, uh, welcome, thank you for popping in to say hello, it's great to see and if you're listening, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, bit done, got some awesome, really nice photos, beautiful, the trees uh, working out really well, a few more done, not any closer, I'll let you know, probably going to do some work tonight, uh, see how it goes, I said yes sir, I'm going <laughs> to try and promise it. I just let you know when it's ready. We're going along really well. The photos are coming up really nice, so that's a good thing. Um, other than that, not a real happening. Um, yeah, shopping day today. Just usual boring life stuff. Getting the, took Jack to shopping, uh, cleaned the car yesterday afternoon. Usual stuff. So that sort of stuff. I'm trying to find parts for the tour. It's tricky. They don't really do a proper bull bar, which is a bit of a funny one that I can find. So if anyone's seen where you can get a proper bull bar. Uh, because I'm going to a lot of country stuff around Queensland. There's lots of roos and other stuff, so I really don't. I've got like a, it's got like a bar on there, but it doesn't really protect the side corners. So a little bit tricky in that regards. Uh, but yeah, maybe down the track. But anyway, as well as that, it's hard to find a roof rack that fits. So it's not really it doesn't seem to be a very well accessorised car for some reason. Um, but yeah, we're going alright. I'll, I'll keep looking into that. It's a bit of a Project for me to suss out, so very cool. And in the process of trying to find a head deck, so I've got to work that out to change out the radio, so i suss all that out. That's my current little project for that one. But other than that, cruise along very nicely. Nice, cool days, beautiful days. I said, weather's fantastic. Uh, once I've done this, I'm going to take Vince for a walk down in the uh, park and then cook some dinner. Done a roast. Roast beef, Yorkshire pudding. Haven't done that for a long time, so that should be pretty cool. Uh, News-wise, there's a little little bit out there. Um, a few things we want to talk about. Uh, first of all, remember April Fool's Day Volkswagen? Remember that? Um, I reported on. I thought it was pretty damn funny. Well, a lot of, well, I have to say, it, stupid reporters actually reported it as being legit. Uh, they even got sucked in even more when they rang the the, the American parent companies or. Yes, whoever runs Volkswagen in the States and asked them if it was true or not. Really, really? Did you have to ask? Uh, <laughs> and they just played along and said, yeah, of course it's true. Yeah, definitely 100%. And so they reported on it. Being, you know, reporters sometimes aren't real bright. And, uh, well, now they've cracked the shits and the security uh, SEC, which is the securities fraud, they do all the, you know, when you do some bezel money and all the Ponzi schemes and stuff. Well, they're actually now investigating Volkswagen into profit made over that April Fool's Day joke, which is bloody ridiculous. And I have to say, a little scary. So, uh, you know, these reporters, it's April Fool's Day, even if it's the day before, day after, anywhere in that period, something that's just totally out of whack. Isn't, as I said, I think when I reported, there's no way they're going to change their whole brand name that they've had for 100 years or whatever just to go electric. It's just not going to happen. Not for a 
four, two, three hundred billion dollar company just does not happen. It just makes no sense. <laughs> anyway, so obviously some idiots got caught out, they cracked the shits. Now the securities mob is actually going to, SEC is going to be investigating them with possible fines. Now the problem I have with that is, next year's April Fools, it's going to be turned to crap because now all these companies are going to be too scared to have a little bit of fun. We can't have fun anymore on this bloody globe. Between all the do-gooders, the minority groups that are whinging and complaining about all their things, everyone's got the same problems. You're no different to anyone else. You've got problems, yes, they might be bad, that's fine, but everyone's got their own problems as well as you have. Uh, now you're whinging about having a bit of fun and because you, you got caught out, you cracked it. And the guy I did watch on the tweet, uh, he's, he's a tech reporter, he actually, you can see he's actually pissed off with uh, Volkswagen for duping him. Like, grow up, mate, you're a bit of an idiot. If you fall for anything, April Fool's, it's either a really good job, which Volkswagen did a fantastic job, and I thought it was really, really funny, uh, or you're just an idiot. <laughs> and look, man, holy crap. If we're going to get rid of April Fool's, Joe, we might as well just all just shoot ourselves in the head, because if you can't have fun on this planet, what the hell? The place is going to be miserable. It'll end up being like that stupid show on television where, what's it called? Bloody Bride's Tales or whatever it is. The bloody all run just crazy house in the red suits and stuff. Just just a, a depressing graveyard of a place. But anyway, that's my wind session. That's what I wind about. Idiots who don't know how to have fun. And that was clearly fun. If you didn't realise it, well then you don't know what fun is. Very scary times if uh, the government's going to fine people for having a little bit of a laugh, I think. Anyway, we know comedians have been copping heat for years. Kevin Hart's copped them many years for, you can't say, apparently you can't have fun anymore. So comedians have been copping it for years and now companies that do April Fool's joke are now copping it. So very interesting. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see the fallout of that. Hopefully we do hear actually what happens out of it. Hopefully they don't get fined and the judges and these guys investigating uh, have got a sense of humour in their, in their belly somewhere and go, really? This is a waste of time, I'm wasting money on this, whatever. So yeah, that's what happens when you get billion dollar companies and investors that are stupid enough to waste money on things that obviously were never going to happen. So what do you do? Right, uh, that's the bit of fun and weird and angry side part done. Uh, Lauer, you know Lauer, I'm an affiliate. I don't put the link up anymore. I do have it if uh, you ever want it. Um, well, I haven't got any lenses to really test them. I can't afford them, unfortunately. Uh, I, I would love like a, a 12mm or the 15mm for Astro photography. I think that'd be an amazing lens. Uh, I do have a new lens. I've got a range of four new lens coming out. So it's under the uh, group or model called Argus. That's the, the name. It's a premium lens. It's all going to be about fast glass. Now, the first one to come out is... Let me two seconds. Um, is a 33mm, equivalent roughly 49.5mm full frame. So it's an APS-C lens. 
it does have RF mount. So it has full frame mounts, but it is an APS-C, so just be aware of that. So it's a 33 mil, basically a 50 mil lens, uh, F.95, once you go up to about that, it's about a 1.4, but it's a CF APO, 500 bucks US, so good price. That's pretty good for Lau, they make quality gear, so 500 bucks is probably about 700 Australian. Um, 35 centimeters minimal focus, uh, low focus breathing in it, so it's it's actually really really good for video. I think this lens is going to be it's got a massive long uh, large focus rate. I was watching Cameras Conspiracies. He's done a bit of a review on it against the Mitocon 0.95, exactly the same lens, an APS-C up to full frame, uh, very big focus rate. So perfect for video guys that want to get a nice low focusing through. So Definitely something, and, and being a 33-50mm, probably best suited for those video guys, so it should be really cool. Silky Smooth Bokeh, it's got a nine blade aperture blades on it, um, and yeah, the, the Bokeh looks absolutely smooth and nice and round, so no edge, sharp points or anything like that, pretty damn cool. Um, as I said, there's three more lenses to come in this. This is the first one of that series. Uh, I'm, there's one to be a little bit smaller, if you look at if you go and look at the reviews on it on Lauer, there's this one's the second one from the left. There's going to be one, so I'm assuming it's going to be a wide-angle lens, and that's one I'm super interested in because these prices, if that's like a 15 mil and it's got a 0.95 on it, that's going to be pretty sensational. So super excited about that. Uh, Lauer renowned for making zero distortion wide-angle lenses for landscape. They've got the best uh, macro lens with that big. Um, porcupine nose lens uh, they, they do some fantastic stuff so definitely go check it out if you're into video I'd suggest this lens is probably a one that's going to be really well suited to you and great for low, low light stuff so one to go check out very very cool now Apple, a couple of things from Apple uh, an 8 inch foldable iPhone coming in 2023 Minshew Curry says going to have a true 16 to 9 ratio so it's perfect for photos and for movies uh, so that's pretty cool we'll have a QHD plus display so it won't be the standard sort of display again it's going to have a whole new display it's going to look like that clamshell one it won't be the booked style it'll be more clamshell um, that's what Ko is saying um, he's fairly accurate um, 2023 sounds like a decent sort of a timeline too I couldn't see it happening this year uh, and then that's another year and a half before, well, another year and a half at least before it comes out, so they'll have all their uh, things sorted out by then. So, look, I think that's a possibility. There's a lot more companies going into foldables. Um, it's going to use a Samsung screen, so that technology should be fine. Uh, I don't think this is too far from the mark. Also on Apple, maybe a little bit sooner than later, hopefully this year, we've, uh, we heard about the, M2 or M1X possibly going into the M16, new M16 and M14 inch MacBooks this year, later this year. Well, they're looking like it's going to be a whole new design format. So it could be a, what we're, the rumors that we're having now is that it could be a squared off base. So the new Mac, uh, iMac was a squared base, so that squared like the old iPhones, like the new iPhone 12, that's got that real square body, uh, no sort of curved edges. Well, they're saying that's going to flow on into the new MacBooks. So we'll have a square base that will sit flat, flush. Have a, just about probably have a, like a bit of suction when you get a lifted off the table. I think that would be pretty darn cool. 
and stack really neatly, fit in your bags and suitcases and, and uh, protective cases really nicely. Easy to put a skin on too, which I think would be cool. I know putting my uh, skin on here, my D-brand skin on here, the curves are a bit of a pain, so you get that flat back, it's gonna make those things a lot easier and I think it'll look pretty darn sharp. Um, also, good news, it sounds like the rumors that SD card reader are coming back. Uh, someone hacked one of the companies that make their aluminum frames and they've got some renders out. Looks like some of the prototype renders or whatever had SD card slots in there as well as Thunderbolt slots, possibly even a HDMI. The HDMI doesn't really sound, make sense uh, due to uh, Thunderbolt 4 covering all those bases anyway, but an SD card slot back in there, I think, There'd be a lot of photographers that would be super keen on that scenario as well. So that would be pretty darn cool. Mini LED, we've seen it come out in the Pro model uh, for the iPad. Makes a lot of sense that a whole new design body for this 14 and 16. Maybe if, even if they go start off with the 16, I think if you're going to change both bodies, you might as well go into the 14 as well. Both get Mini LED, less power, better brightness. Uh, and a lot more dim zones. I think that would be pretty darn cool. And obviously thinner bezels, uh, giving us a tall aspect ratio. So maybe not as much on the sides, but definitely tall off the top. I don't know what they'll do with the FaceTime camera. They might have to look at a different option for that. But uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, I'm sure they'll work that out. These are, again, all sort of just rumors, but pretty interesting too. I think the bezels, something they really need to fix. Uh, the 16-inch one I've got is actually pretty, not too bad. So on that iMac, the chin looks pretty terrible. Uh, I've got to admit that looks bad. It is, give you options to do stuff with it, but it still looks pretty average, I think. Um, but yeah, on my 16-inch, the bezels aren't too bad. I'm, I actually don't mind it. I think it's actually a fairly decent compromise. But if you can make it even better, the bigger and skinnier, the better. You definitely can't go wrong there. Um, I think that mini LED is probably close to the mark. I think SD card reader is a smart move by Apple if they do it. And I think if they do go square, it keeps the phone, the iPad, the iMac, and then the Mac MacBooks all in the very, all exactly the same style format, that, that flat, squared off body. Very good, very sensible, gives you a good continuance through the brand, uh, and it would look super, super sharp. So. And with these new chips, uh, they probably don't need as much cooling as well, um, so you can keep the same cooling square off. I don't, I don't even think, if, even if you kept the same thickness in the 16-inch that you've got now, uh, and just squared it off, it would look, it would look really, really trick. Uh, I don't think you have to go any lighter. Uh, you get a big 16-inch MacBook, you, you, you're sort of expecting to carry a bit of weight, um, but it would look sensational. So I think that would be pretty cool. Now, last but not least, new Raptor, uh, the new Rangers, comes out, is due 2022 here in Australia, possibly, talking possibly end of this year, uh, wheels. Um, so what what Ford's doing this July, they're obviously gonna get rid of the current stock. The Ranger Raptor and the standard Ranger are getting a bit of a sales treatment. Uh, the Ranger Raptors, there's gonna be a special model called the Ranger X or Raptor X and a new FX4 come out. Now they're gonna, 
a majority of it, especially with the Raptor X, is basically just badging different coloured stitching, red stitching instead of blue, uh, stickers and all you know, all that sort of stuff, just to get rid of the old stock and get rid of the parts. The FX4, now that, that range of Raptor X will be 79400 bucks. Um, the FX4 is going to be 60000 Now that gets, a, a, gets the full sticker treatment and the paint treatment and all the interior sort of beefed up and prettier. Um, but what it also does get is the Fox shocks from the Raptor. So if you didn't want to go the whole log up to the 80000 for the Raptor, and get that engine, you do have a few options with the FX4. So the FX4 lets you get the Fox shocks. You can also choose that one for that 3.2 litre uh, five cylinder engine that Australians love for some reason. Uh, they're all pretty keen on that. That is available. Obviously they're trying to get rid of all those as well, get rid of those parts bins uh, to bring out before the new 22 model comes out. So I think you'll see uh, this sell fairly well. So 60 grand for the FX4, both 3.5 ton towing, uh, 960 kilos in the back. Everything else pretty much standard, but the uh, FX4 actually looks like a decent bit of value. It's, it's still under the XLT cost, but you get those Fox shocks, which are worth a couple of grand at least, um, and you get a nice little package out of it, and you get that option of that engine if you're one of those guys that really like that engine, you've got one now, and before they go away for good, you wanted to upgrade, well this is your last chance, you get that FX4 brand new, all ready to go, and really it's not that old model, it's still still quite a good car, and still I think 4x4 of a year in Australia, so the last couple of years, so still a great car, um, if you want one of those, July they go on sale, and end of the year we should start seeing the new model roll through, that's got some body changes, there's a fair bit in there and that'll be pretty interesting, we'll let you know about that as well. And that's about it. Um, what are we in? Tuesday, 4th of May this year is flying. Wow. Rightio, I will see you all again tomorrow for Wednesday show. Uh, stay safe wherever you are, I will see you all soon. Whether you're going this way, that way, I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace.